Hello and welcome to the Collecting Heroes podcast. I'm your host JD, the collector of collectors, and this is the podcast where I interview pop culture collectors from around the world. Today, it's time to bust out your spicy pumpkin lattes and also get a bit spooky with my next guest. Her name's Tara Lee. She's from Ottawa, Canada, and she is a Halloween collector. Tara Lee, thank you for being on the show. Hey, thank you for having me. Here in Australia, we're not as familiar with Halloween. I mean, we definitely know about Halloween. We definitely have Halloween decorations and things sold in the store, but it's not as much of a tradition here. So I'm really eager to talk to someone who's grown up in a country that might have a little bit more of that, you know, from Canada and the US. So as I always ask all the collectors I have on here, how did your obsession with this thing start? Well, I always really enjoyed it as a kid. I mean, the dressing up part uh, in particular, I liked being able to put costumes on and kind of go to houses and, you know, get candy, carving the pumpkins, watching the mostly Disney Halloween movies. Those were the ones that I watched like over and over, like Halloween Town um, a lot. Also, Ernest Scared Stupid was another one that we watched a lot at my house or um, there were some Goosebumps, uh, Haunted Mask like long episodes that that uh, I remember they would play on TV and we would kind of watch that while we yeah. got our costumes on and got ready and you know we'd break out the pillowcase to like see who could get the most candy and we would fill pillowcases full of candy um I find in recent years I I don't think it's quite the same as it was for the kids that are you know kind of going out trick-or-treating now but like I remember we would come home with a full pillowcase. Like there was just, we would keep going until like people were shutting down and there, there were no houses to go to anymore. Cause it's like, okay, it's bedtime. Go home now. <laughs> I noticed you're wearing a Goosebumps beanie actually as well. Yeah, I am. Um, I still really like Goosebumps. Um, I mean, obviously it's a little juvenile now that I'm an adult, but I still enjoy an episode here and there. I am kind of a bigger fan of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Maybe that's controversial. I don't know. Um, but um, I found it was it was a little bit more um, like kind of like for in your teens versus like your kind yeah. of like pre-teeny kind of stuff. So um, I found it a little bit more scary. Um, there were certain episodes when I was a little younger like uh, that I kind of went, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know that I want to watch that one again, you know? Maybe not. Um, so, yeah. You're allowed to like what you like. That's, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're uh, a 40-year-old man who collects Batman, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we all have our, our passions and the things that we love, so that's pretty cool. I, I actually want to go back to, because, I, I, again, I'm fascinated because we didn't really do a lot of this when I was a child growing up in Australia uh, because the tradition wasn't really something that it was kind of frowned upon in a lot of places. Uh, it was seen as that's an American tradition, we don't do that. Also right here it's going to spring so it's usually warmer time as well whereas you're going into autumn so it, it just was seen as no no one does that if, if you went and knocked on some doors people would be like trick or what like what are you doing here um you know uh so so there's actually in uh, and i think it's probably the same there if if anyone is actually celebrating the halloween tradition uh in the local communities usually they will put you know, some sort of decorations out the front. And those are the houses that kids go to. If there's no decorations, then ki chances are kids probably don't knock on those doors because it it is seen that yeah. way. 
Yeah, so usually there'll be like a pumpkin lit up or something in the front at least. Not everybody kind of goes all out with decorations, but like some will really totally light up their entire front yard. Like, yeah. like just all of those like props and like things six feet, you know, which and, and now they've got like the 12 foot skeleton from Home Depot. Like mm. I, I have they mostly were released first in like the states so um they came out kind of during covid and there wasn't a lot of supply chain over here so i think maybe a couple people ended up getting them but um i've finally started seeing them this year like there's a couple families i've seen around that have like the giant skeletons in their yard and now there's like a giant witch that's also like 12 feet tall wow um, and like they're as tall as the house is. <laughs> Some of them are taller than the houses. Um, and uh, they're just, they're huge. And I mean, the price of them is huge. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, I keep kind of threatening like that, like there's gonna be a year here where, cause I, I'm in an apartment, so I don't have the yard space to have a 12 foot skeleton, but my parents do. And I keep threatening that, you know, <laughs> one year I'm gonna show up with this thing, right? Like. <laughs> Yes, we need it. And my mom goes, "Oh, do we need it? Like, yes, we need it. We need the twelve foot." Skeleton. Of course, you don't of course. Understand. That's your thing, right? Like, she should know. So, that. Totally, and she she's very Christmas. Um, so ah. like, she doesn't really totally like. She goes along with anything that I I throw at her. Of course, it's like, okay, yeah, we'll do that. Um, there's been a couple DIY projects that I've done, like that she's basically done most of because I'm not the greatest when it comes to sewing and stuff like that, but she is. So she will totally go along with it, but she is very Christmas. So she starts to get very excited as I start to kind of go, oh, like it's over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you say it's over, but when I look on your Instagram page, it seems like Halloween's a 24 seven thing in your household, right? It is, it is, yeah. So um, it kind of started a few years ago and this wasn't even like Halloween necessarily. Like I've always been into spookier stuff. I actually had a small business for a while where I kind of designed like spooky clothing, alternative clothing and like sold it. But then when I kind of started working full-time hours and all of that, it was like just too much to do both at once. And it was either quit my job or, you know, work on the store. And I just kind of was starting to feel like it was too much for me. So I just kind of let it go and I'm okay with that. I started like focusing more on Instagram as I kind of tried to figure out what I wanted to post about. And then I kind of got really obsessed with plants for a while, but realized that nobody really cared about that as much as they did the spooky stuff. So <laughs> I kept the account, even though I didn't really have a shop anymore. Um, and then I just kind of started posting like the spooky stuff again. And at the same time, my brother kind of got obsessed with like searching for VHS tapes. Um, and we spent about a year and a half solid going to thrift stores, like looking for horror VHS tapes. And that was like all, all that we did in our spare time. And then through that, I just kind of started like collecting pops and like some action figures and stuff like that and it kind of snowballed into like oh there's just halloween stuff out here all the time and it just never gets put away um, <laughs> it'd then, be hard uh, before that right like uh, once it gets to a certain point trying to store it in a cupboard somewhere it's not really feasible right there, it just there was nowhere to store it it's like i don't have 
like I would have had to get another apartment to hold all of the stuff. And then it kind of, I, I found with, for, for me personally, anyway, like I already had maybe 15,000 followers or something like that. But then when COVID happened, like my, my content started to get looked at so much um because everyone was at home they couldn't do anything else mm -hmm. um so we all kind of went social media like okay let's do something you know um and that's when i really started to kind of see people follow 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 following um and then i started getting you know companies reaching out saying hey do you want to collaborate and i was totally new to that i didn't i mean i knew it was something that happened <laughs> but i that happened never to you, thought it was something point. that would be something i'd be doing right so at that point, then it was like I had my stuff I had collected plus other stuff that was showing up. And I'm going, okay, this is just going to be a Halloween home all the time now then. <laughs> I told my boyfriend, sorry, this is what it is. We're here now. This is it. We're spooky. Going <laughs> back always to the... was spooky, but not so spooky. <laughs> <laughs> going back to the VHS tapes you were talking about, I did notice those in a couple of your posts as well. Um, because on your page, it actually says, uh, what have we got? Halloween horror and Disney as well. Um, yes. So the, the different things that you collect and the, you, you're obsessed with. And then it also says, welcome to my crypt. So I call yes. this the bat cave where like where I'm recording from and where my collection is. So your place is called the crypt. Is that correct? Pretty much at this point in, in a joking sort of way. Uh, I don't really think that I live in a crypt. Um, I don't think there's enough, you know, coffins and, and, spider webs and stuff like that dead bodies i guess but <laughs> i was gonna say you could change that but maybe not with the dead bodies part maybe the spider uh, in the coffin that's fine but, but, <laughs> but in a joking kind of way yeah it's it's my friend <laughs> and the vhs's so do you have a vhs player that you watch them through or yes. Is it, yes yeah well i have i have a vhs player um and also i later on during our uh thrifting uh adventures uh, i found like one of those tube tvs that has the combo with the vhs player oh, in yeah. it um so i have that that i kept and i will watch them on that just because i find they look better on something like that right like they're not designed to watch on a flat screen wide screen you know 4k tv it's just um, so I just prefer the experience. Yeah, it's a really small picture, but that's that's the picture we grew up with, uh, right? Like for for most of us, maybe not for the younger people listening to the show, but for anyone who's really over the age of I think twenty five, I would say at least they they grew up like watching these small TVs. You know, you had like a maybe a forty centimeter TV you know in in your house you know um <laughs> as compared to now and i've got a 55 inch tv which is i think that translates to like 110 centimeters or something around that you know much yeah. bigger like the kind of thing that if you saw that in someone's house when you're growing up you're like you must be rich <laughs> it's definitely changed yeah i remember when my dad because my dad was always like a techie so I remember when he brought home our first big screen TV and it was like the, like, you know, it had like the speakers under the bottom and it was oh. like a winter projection unit and they were huge, like and heavy. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I think honestly, my grandparents still had the last one that we had for the longest time um, until it stopped working a couple of years ago. 
uh it was like going going to their place was always like kind of going to like a museum at some point because like all of the old stuff ended up there and they would just say yeah we'll take it because like we don't care <laughs> yeah, yeah. i remember in my 20s so, i got a hand-me-down tv from my family and it was i want to say it was a 60 centimeter tv and that was big like at the time that were, I was thinking this is a pretty decent TV. Like, this is a pretty, you know, I set it up in the corner of the room and, and this is, you know, this is a nice size for me, for me to watch my movies on. Like everything feels like almost cinematic. <laughs> I say that with quotation marks, but um, I was obsessed with this thing, but it was so huge and so heavy. Just carrying those things around <laughs> was, was so hard. Um, in my movie room, I still have like an older TV. It's one of the, the plasma TVs. Yep. So it's like a boat anchor. It's so heavy. And I was <laughs> rearranging in here because, you know, I'm sure you're no stranger to this. When you start to get a collection, that's a little bit more than just a small collection. You're constantly moving things and uh -huh. changing the shelf and putting things in different spots. I've moved the furniture and the shelves in here. I don't know how many times. So, you know, my boyfriend was at work and I was like, I'm just going to move this myself because I just want to get it done now. And like, I started moving the TV and like, I had to fully commit. It was like, oh, 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 we're moving. Okay. <laughs> it was way too heavy. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to like break the TV probably. Thankfully, I landed it on like some cushions and it was okay. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're coming down now. As, as long as it, as long as it and yourself were in one piece afterwards, that, that was fine. We were okay. But I had a minute there where I went, oh, what have I done? <laughs> it was at that moment she knew she messed up <laughs> right yeah 100% like we're committing now okay <laughs> and with your you're talking about like moving things around in in the collection space have you found that uh, over time now as as the collection grows that you have a certain display style is there certain things that you tend to sort of gravitate towards displaying more than other things so I do, I do have like my main room that I use to kind of keep most of the stuff in, but like, I even have like my living room even has like toys out there. So <laughs> I've got like a shelf that's kind of like Beetlejuice and Nightmare Before Christmas themed. And like that one has a whole bunch of different like plushies and stuff on it. And there's some pops and a couple of like, like I, I found, I don't even remember who makes it, but there was like a bust. It's uh it's pinned to like my profile, like in the main pictures that are right there. Oh, you the Jack Is that Jack the one? Skeleton. Yeah. Yeah. That one, that one's like one of my favorite ones. Um, so I don't remember who made it, but I think it was like a limited run or something like that. And I happened to find it um, used and, and like a pop culture store, like a local type of thing they're not local to me but they are within my province and they're just i think it's like a mom and pop shop type of thing and they're called okay. cartoon kingdom and that's basically what they sell it's all you know um action figures and pops and some comic stuff and all of that kind of thing and i just happened to see that they had that guy and i i guess he must have been brought in and like traded in or something like that and i was like oh like i need that <laughs> but I mean, you don't always have the funds at the time to buy it. So um, my boyfriend surprised me with it for our three year anniversary, I think. Oh, that's sweet. 
yeah so so he sits out in the living room so that he can be seen by everybody that you know pride of place they do um whereas like in here i kind of have like everything else like there's like a bunch of pops in here and my movie collections in here and i don't know with i i kind of started with one thing and now like i don't know what i'm collecting anymore i'm just if i see something that's the franchise that i like then i i buy it yeah. <laughs> so yeah. pretty much all the toys are mostly in here um i have shelves like behind me you probably can't see much of it but like i've got most of my pops set up like that and i'm waiting for one to come in the mail that's going to fill in that hole um but i'm kind of at the point where i need another shelf like these are just ikea shelves they're bookshelves really but um, uh they look like the ikea billy bookcases they are which that's is exactly a classic for a collector yep, like, right. especially with pop vinyl collectors i think the billy bookcases and i think i've joked about this in the podcast before is that i probably should get try and get sponsorship from ikea because you know the amount of collectors that that use their things yeah yeah so i i've got two of those right now um my tv is actually not even on a tv stand it's on like the i don't know how you pronounce it calyx or calyx or whatever it is oh uh, yep calyx. that's yep. also from ikea with the cubes is that, um, is that so the got, uh, the four by the, the four by two the two by two cube there's there's eight total so it's the like yeah the, the two by four yep yep i've got the four by four behind me actually um that you can see in the background from yeah me. this is actually the calax uh originated from another line called the expedite and so this okay. is actually the expedite so this is the original before the calax um and the calax they actually they made it i think a little bit more slender on the outside edges maybe not as strong i'm not sure but uh but they they sort of changed the design just just tweaked it slightly um, so this is the uh, this is the first version of that, but the cube size within the shelves is pretty much identical. Yeah, so I've got like some VHS thrown in there, and then a bunch of plushies and stuff like the Squishmallows and stuff like that. And I've also kind of gotten into, like I said, it just depends on if I can find whatever it is in a certain franchise, then generally it tends to find its way into my shopping cart with halloween items do you tend to gravitate more towards things like ghosts or the pumpkins like is there, um, is there something an item that catches your eye when you're in the stores yeah, usually so well? for, for me it's it's i do i really like a pumpkin um yeah. ghosts yes uh and and i really like bats as well so i kind of stick within those three mostly I like bats as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, but uh, pumpkins and ghosts are kind of almost tied for number one. I mean, I'll take a coffin-shaped item every now and again, depending on what it is. But uh, those are kind of my mains. I noticed on, when you were when you were moving to show me some of the display before. Looks like you've got the Universal Monsters on display. Is that correct? Uh. Yeah. It looks like a, uh, I think that's a Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, um, those were part of a collaboration. Um, they actually came in those, they're, they're bendy figs, I think they're called. Oh, and okay. they, they came in those like packaging that like just kind of, you know, hangs 
like, it's uh, like flat cardboard with yeah, the plastic yeah. over the top. Um, and I kind of had them sitting in my closet because I was just not really sure how I wanted to display them. And then I kind of thought, you know what, like, what's the point in them being in the closet? Because like no one can see them in there. Like I, I I'm just going to take them out of the packaging. I know there's split opinions on that, but uh, I can now enjoy them here out of the packaging. And I wasn't enjoying them at all. Well, they were hit sitting in the closet <laughs> waiting for me to find a way to display them with their packaging still intact. So, yeah. So there's um, Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, uh, Dracula. They did Phantom of the Opera as well. Uh, oh, yeah. Man, Wolfman, Mummy, uh, The Invisible Man. Um, Is that and, a swamp thing? Yeah. Nice, nice. Actually, I was uh, I just watched the other day um, Werewolf by Midnight, the new Marvel show that they had on Disney Plus. Have you seen that yet? I haven't seen it yet. I've seen it on there, um, but I've been watching so many other things. Like, there's been so many spookier type of shows and movies and stuff come out this year that like I'm still trying to get through <laughs> all of them. So I'm probably gonna check it out, but I'm not there yet. So did I say Werewolf by Midnight? I meant Werewolf by Night. I think that was, it. but yeah, it's um, it's quite enjoyable actually. It only goes for just under an hour. Um, okay. Yeah, it, it's quite it's quite cool, and it's definitely like this same vibes, sort of Marvel's version of those Universal monsters as well. With the movies, like you said, you're trying to get through a lot of spooky shows and and, and movies and things. Is there a favorite movie that you have as well from your horror collection? Yeah, I tend to watch the same, like, certain ones over and over and over again. Um, I really like Sleepaway Camp. Um, <laughs> when I was a kid, uh, there was a band called CKY. They were, um, the drummer was Bam Margera's brother. From I, know them. I know them. I, I used to watch the CKY and uh, Bam Margera yeah. was in the early 2000s. And they had, the, he, there was the band. There was actually a band too, CKY. And I yeah. was obsessed. Like I, Bam Margera and CKY, that's all I would talk about when I was like 15 years old. Um, and um, their lead singer, Darren Miller, was totally into horror. And at that point, like they had a message board type thing that you could actually go and like interact with the band on kind of thing. Like mm -hmm. that's not something that people do anymore i think but back then that was the thing like message boards yep, yep. you could you could ask the band questions um and he was totally into sleepaway camp so by extension because i was totally into him and the band i was into sleepaway camp but i really do actually genuinely like the movie uh, <laughs> so that's one that stuck with me since i was a teen i i still watch it a lot um and another one not really a movie, I guess. It's a miniseries. I'm obsessed with The Stand. Uh, oh, the yeah. yeah, Stephen King. King. Yep. Um, and the book, too. I just, I don't know why, but I really, really like it. Uh, the characters in it. Like, Stephen King has a way of writing a universe, especially when it comes to, like, people in a survival situation where you kind of, I always kind of go like that. They seem like people I know. You know, like <laughs> well, he's a master, isn't he? Like in, in terms of like horror writers, he's, you know, him and people like Clive Barker and others, they're, they're, they're masters at their craft. 
Yeah. And I just love the aesthetic usually of like his movies. They're always in a small town. And like, you know, it's the town with like the trees on the road that line the road. And like, it's just everything looks so like pretty. And usually it's fall because it's orange and it looks nicer. And like, like the town, like Derry in the new, uh, newer, like it, yep. like th I love that type of town. I don't know if that type of town really exists or if that's just cinematic. <laughs> well, I think it's probably based on, on something, right? Yeah. I love that type of town. Like, I just, it's, there's something about it that I don't know. And they're always, Stephen King books and movies are always set in a town that's like that. I, I'd, I, I imagine they're probably based on, on maybe a town he, he knew growing up or something along those lines. There's actually a series that came out a while ago called, I, I think it's called Castle Rock as well. Yeah. Um, which is based on, it's sort of like mole, like, smashing all the different laws together to make that series. Did you watch that? I think I watched the first season and I didn't continue on with it. Um, not because I didn't enjoy it or anything like that. I think I was just watching so many different shows at the time and it kind of got lost among everything else that I was watching. Um, because I tend to, I don't know. Now that they're streaming, like uh, I just I consume way too too much content. I feel, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know I know that feeling. Uh, you know, even going yeah. back to talking about Marvel with the the Werewolf by Night, the amount of Marvel shows that are coming out. You know, She Hulk's just finished. We had Mood Night. We had all those sorts of things. So I'm always watching those shows as well. And there's just too much tv i think i just started watching the watcher on netflix last night and my girlfriend okay. and i we we binged about three or four episodes of that in a row last night and it's so easy to get into a new series and you haven't even finished one <laughs> i know that's the thing and like i'll i'll binge it i'll finish whatever it was but then i forget that i watched it and like i don't remember until i see it on the front of like netflix or whatever disney plus where it's like new season and i'm like oh i did <laughs> I watched that. Well, now I can watch this. But I had no idea it was coming. <laughs> Just, well, I, I enjoyed oh, Castle yeah. Rock. I, I, I advise you to go back and, and rewatch and maybe go through the... I, I think it went... I, I don't think it went to a third season. I can't remember. They definitely did a second season. But I can't remember if they got to a third season or whether they ended it at that. But it, if you're a fan of all the different Stephen King um different like movies and and, and series and, and things then it really ties a lot of those different laws together and you and has a few of those aha moments with certain characters and certain places as well okay uh, check it out. add it to my list yes yeah, definitely add it to your list one thing i tend to do with some of my guests and i actually we, we were talking earlier um about sort of the origins of halloween I've actually got a pop quiz for you. Would you be up for doing a little pop quiz? We can try, but <laughs> that's okay. I promise I'm gonna ace it. <laughs> I tend to make these semi easy, I would say, like depending on the collector. But also, there's a couple of questions in here that that may be a little bit more uh, difficult for some collectors or some people listening. Um, but I just when I was even researching for this episode, I was doing some research on the history of Halloween and, and the different traditions and stuff and was really fascinated by some of the stories. Um, so I've, I've put a couple questions in there, but I think some of the questions are also quite easy. And I think for someone who's a bit of a Disney fan, 
and uh, has a Jack Skellington. I think you're definitely going to get one of those uh, those answers right. So uh, well, let's let's go through it and let's see how you go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So it's five questions. Question one: Where did Halloween tradition originate from? I should know this. But we, we, we actually spoke it. about it pre, prior to recording. Starts with an S. Oh, yeah, Sam Hain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, funny thing I actually found out, I went reading about it, I kept reading it in my brain as Sam Hain as well, but it's actually pronounced Soan because okay. it's the old because it's the old Gaelic word. So, and they pronounce things obviously a lot different. So it's actually pronounced Soan. And yeah, it is an old Celtic festival marking the end of summer and the end of the harvest harvest season. And that's what they used to do as a tradition for the end of harvest. So ding ding, you got you got the first one right. There you go. You already already got a point <laughs> on the board. Nice one. Uh going to the Halloween the Halloween horror. Uh, obviously you've got horror as part of your collection. Who directed the original 1978 film Halloween? Uh, I'm not sure if that's a trick question or not, because I want to say John Carpenter, but, uh, you know. Yes, <laughs> that's correct. John Carpenter. I'm so bad with actual factual information. Like, don't ever put me on Jeopardy. <laughs> well, I mean, you've got you've got the first two questions right. And, uh, and also... With Halloween, I think they did a reboot. I think it might have been um, was it Rob Zombie? Yeah, Rob Zombie. I think yeah. he did. He did two of them. He he remade it sort of, but I think he like added extra. You know, I've I've not watched that one many times. It was okay, but I mean, it, he added I think a little bit more of a backstory that was not really there. Yeah, I've definitely heard mixed reviews. I was when I was researching this, it was a Halloween movie because I know there's a lot of Halloween movies. From what I can see, I, I believe there's 12 different movies in the Halloween series, including those reboots as well. Um, and then they've just had Halloween Ends, which I, I believe is, is the most recent one that's yeah, been is. released. And uh, and uh, stars Jamie Lee Curtis again, I, I believe, as well. You know? Yeah, I, I, I watched it. <laughs> you watched it? I did. There's a lot of mixed reviews on that one, too. How? What would your review be? The the, the spoiler-free quick review from Carolee. Honestly, I'm still – I still don't know what I watched. Oh. Like, it was Halloween, apparently. But it but didn't feel like it to you? It was really WTF to me. I, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like they added some things in. And they did some weird stuff. Like, I don't want to spoil it for people, but it's like, I'm kind of going like. Really? <laughs> what did I watch? Yeah. What did I watch? Like, I know a lot of people really didn't like it, and I kind of understand why. Um, I feel like as a movie on its own, not tied to the Halloween franchise, like it wasn't a terrible movie necessarily mm. but it's not what i was expecting like i think in halloween kills they set it up where like i was expecting there was just gonna be like he was coming back with a vengeance right and it felt, and, felt like more of a whimper is that is that, is that what i'm getting that's what i'm getting from this 
I just, I felt like there was not enough screen time with Michael Myers in Halloween movie. Mm. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, that's, that's a valid criticism. Like, uh, you know, yeah. he's the, he's the star really, isn't he? Yeah. It's so, funny. Actually, you talk about uh, it not feeling like a Halloween film because when I was actually researching and reading about the different Halloween movies, because I haven't watched all, all the different movies. I think I've, I've watched one uh of, of the, the the older ones um when i was very young um and i can't even remember if i watched the whole thing through i was a bit i was a bit of a scaredy cat when it came to horrors growing up to be honest as a kid uh, it's not it's only something i've sort of gotten into later in adult life and gotten into a bit more of that with the thrillers and horrors uh but when i was reading about it it's halloween 3 season of the witch which came out in 1982 and in this article it says the final movie uh, it's technically the third released film from the Halloween franchise, but it's a failed attempt at creating a Halloween anthology series, and that means it has nothing to connect it to anything else in the Halloween universe. There's not even a Michael Myers. <laughs> so it, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's quite funny. It sounds like they were maybe trying to set up something like um, American Horror Story where they do different stories. I think that's exactly what it was supposed to be, and it's too bad. I kind of wish that they hadn't called it Halloween. Like they had just called it whatever they, you know, a different name and not use the Halloween name. Cause honestly, I really like that movie. Like that, oh, okay. it's a good movie. So I really like that movie as its own thing, not necessarily a Halloween movie, because like you said, my, Michael Myers isn't even in it. But it's um, not really a Halloween but it's movie. it's a good movie. Okay. It's a really good movie. Like the, the masks that they have. There's like a Halloween company that's selling these masks to children. Um, Planning to murder every child wearing one of its masks using Stonehenge powered computer chips is what it actually says here. (laughs) Right. And there's this commercial and the commercial plays on TV and it's got a little jingle and, and they're, they're telling all of the kids to tune in with their masks Um. at a certain time on Halloween night. And then it's supposed to like kill them, the mask will, while they're watching this thing. But, um, <laughs> but definitely it, the, not the a mask, Halloween movie, not a Michael Myers I movie, anyway. The, no, but I think the masks, the design of the masks themselves have become like really iconic in their own right. They're, I see them all the time, like within the horror community, and I actually really like them. There's like a pumpkin mask. I'll have to look I, like, it up specifically um that i keep wanting to actually buy but um haven't gotten to it yet masks are not something that i've really gotten into yet Uh, some of them can be really expensive i find if you're going to get like a really good one which is kind of what i'd prefer to do so i just haven't really gotten there yet but there's a few that i'd like to get and that's one of them i really like all three actually but um, i've been looking at uh potentially getting a horror collector on in the in the future um specifically horror and a lot of the horror collectors i look at they always have mask collections you know huge yeah. mask collections and and the busts and in some cases they even have six foot mannequin you know dressed up as michael myers or yeah. freddy krueger or whoever else. and if i had more room and stuff i would probably honestly get to that point that's i i no question but um i find i'm i'm kind of i'm into horror but i'm i want to i don't know what the right word is i'm like a casual horror fan like i'm i i there's certain things i really like and movies that i really like and those are the ones that i watch often and i mean i'll watch any horror movie honestly but like i don't 
I have some stuff that I've collected and, and, you know, I, I find I, I tend to have like multiple different types of things that I collect. So I, I don't really specialize if you will, in like one type of, of yeah. thing. Yeah. Like yeah, I've got the Disney and the Halloween and the horror and it all kind of just combines together and it's, <laughs> well, that's the thing with being collectors, right? I mean, I yeah. have, you, you You can see, obviously, I'm a Batman collector and we know, anyone who listens to the podcast knows that. But I also have Star Wars items in my collection. I always, I also have uh, Lego items. I literally just bought um, recently the Lego Bowser from Super Mario, the, the large okay. set that they did of that, because I love Mario and Nintendo. Um, I, I also just bought myself a Switch recently because... I haven't had a Nintendo system for years and I thought, okay, it's time to upgrade and get the newest one and start playing again. Um, so it, as collectors and, you know, people, fans of things, you don't have to be fans of one certain thing. It's not no. like you have to say, I am a nightmare before Christmas, Stan, and I'm just going to be obsessed with that and nothing else. I mean, there are people who are obsessed with nightmare before Christmas, but I mean, they also love other things. So it, it's fine. But yeah. moving on, let's let's go because we, we've got uh, three more questions to go. Um, got a bit sidetracked there, but that's all right. You're, you're two for two so far, which is great. And following on actually from something I just said then, in Disneyland, the Haunted Mansion during Halloween gets a retheme. What is the franchise that they use for that retheme? Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes, of course. That's an easy one. I know this very well because every year I I, jeal I, I feel jealousy inside as I watch all of my American, uh, you know, followers and friends get to go, whether they're in Disneyland or World or whichever one they get to go to, to, to be there for Oogie Boogie Bash or, you know, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, whichever one it is. I've never gone. I would love to go. Um, but, you know. Maybe someday. It's on the bucket list. Have you been to a Disney park before? No. Oh, okay. No, I live vicariously through everybody on the internet. I did the same thing for many years. It was only my first time at a Disney park was in 2018. I went to Anaheim and then 2019, my girlfriend and I, we went to Tokyo Disney. And that was that was an amazing time. Uh, we're hoping to go back. We're actually talking about, funnily enough, Halloween. We're talking about potentially doing Disney World next year, potentially in October, so that we can actually see the Halloween celebrations there as well. Yeah, it's definitely on my bucket list of things to do at some point. It's just not something I've done yet. But uh, well, I hope you can make it there. Me too. But yeah, no, I I would I I love like that. They they do the whole park like spooky. Um, disney and there's something about pumpkin mickey i don't know i just think pumpkin mickey is so cute i could have so many pumpkin mickey items and it wouldn't matter i would buy more <laughs> <laughs> and actually funny story uh about haunted mansion and talking about our trip from 2018 my girlfriend and i we actually did three days in park so we, we specifically went to Anaheim and did three days so we could have a day in Disneyland, a day in Disney uh, California Adventure, and then a third day to park up between the two and do anything we, we wanted to catch up on and or if we wanted to go on a ride a second time or whatever. Uh, we went on Haunted Mansion all three days and 
every time we went on it, it broke down or stopped during the ride. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. I don't, I don't know how how often that happens to other uh, people that go to the park, but yeah, it was something that happened to us every day for all three days that we were there. Well, I would hope that maybe they've fixed it since then. <laughs> I hope so as well. I hope so as well. So you're three for three. That was an easy one, though. Uh, I think this is going to be another easy one for you. Uh, question four. In the movie Hocus Pocus, what is the name of the three witches? Uh, well, obviously, they're the Sanderson sisters. That's correct. Uh, Mary, Sarah, and Winifred. Yes, perfect. Extra points for that. I, I, I was happy with the Sanderson sisters. But yeah, <laughs> okay. nice, nice, easy one. Nice, easy one for you. So you're four from four. You were all, you were worried about how you'd go. Number five, I think you're still actually going to get. It's a little bit harder one, and for people listening at home, I'm not sure if they'll actually get this. But uh, the jack-o'-lanterns originated from a different vegetable that was used before pumpkins. What is that yeah. vegetable? Turnips. Yes, correct, correct. I was so fascinated reading about this. So I've got this. I've actually got the story here. Where is it? Of uh, jack o' lanterns were not originally made from pumpkins, and legend has it that so it's they actually come from an Irish legend. An Irish legend. I'll get the words out of Stingy Jack, <laughs> and Stingy Jack. Uh, was legend has it that he invited the devil to have a drink with him, but Jack didn't want to pay for the drink, so he convinced the devil to turn himself into a coin. Instead of buying the drink, he pocketed the coin and kept it close to a silver cross in his house, preventing the devil from taking shape again. He promised to let the devil go as long as he would leave Jack alone for a year and that if Jack died, the devil wouldn't claim his soul. After a year, Jack tricked the devil again, to leave him alone and not claim his soul. I can't believe that this guy managed to like trick the devil twice. Like, I mean, that, that's the devil's thing, right? Um, and when Jack died, God didn't want such a conniving person in heaven and the devil, true to his word, would not allow him into hell. So Jack was sent off into the night with only a burning coal to light his path. He placed the coal inside a carved out turnip and has been roaming the earth ever since. I was really fascinated to learn about that. And if you actually Google turnip jack-o'-lantern, some of the first images that show up are quite horrific looking. <laughs> you know what's funny, though? Um, I didn't even know most of that. I had heard the turnip thing before, but I, I just remembered it because I watched, there's a Netflix movie that just came out. Um, what is it? The The is it the curse of bridge hollow or something something like that and in this it, they're literally it it's about stingy jack oh and i didn't know any of that i didn't even know i thought they'd made that up so that's funny because like he's a character if you will kind of in the movie wait and he he comes to life through a turnip they like yeah. the turnip and then here he is and and there is they have the turnip so i was i just thought about it because i had watched that and they lit the turnip and i'm like oh okay yeah turnip well now you know the full story there but you I go was, i was fascinated about that and then it goes on to say people in ireland and scotland began creating their own creations of jack's lanterns out of turnips beets and potatoes so i was trying to imagine a potato lantern as well <laughs> And then the tradition traveled to the United States with the immigrants. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm 
you've five for five. Ding ding. Congratulations. You, you, you've done well. You've passed the pop quiz. Uh, you've made it through your first podcast as well. So uh, we'll, let's wrap it up there. I think that that's been a great conversation. Thank you very much for being a guest on the show. Uh, love your Halloween collection. I love your page. I think other people should go and check it out as well if they haven't already. So before I let you go, let people know where can they find you? What's your social links? Um, so I have Instagram and I have TikTok, and they are both uh, at Spooky Pumpkin Queen. Spooky Pumpkin Queen. Nice. All right. Well, Tara Lee. Thank you very much for being on the show and uh, any plans for Halloween? Yeah, actually I am going to, there's a, I guess it's like a haunted thing. It's called the sawmill that they're doing in my town. And my friend and I got tickets to go to that. So we're going to dress up as ghosts and uh, go to this haunted sawmill thing. <laughs> Sounds like a spooky time. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, enjoy and uh, have a happy Halloween and thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you. If you liked the episode, please consider following or subscribing wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also join me on Instagram at Collecting Heroes where you can see photos of the collections of the people that I'm talking to as well as some of my own.